0: Welcome to the Health Business Growth Show, where we take you behind the scenes of the top health businesses to learn how they built their success. Remember, success leaves clues, and we're going to be sharing those with you. I'm your host, JJ Bergen, Inc. 5000 founder of the Mindshare Collaborative, along with members of our Mindshare mentor team. And each week, we are joined by some of the most brilliant, innovative, and okay slightly unhinged health business experts you're going to ever meet these folks have built empires from scratch navigated the choppy waters of entrepreneurship and will be sharing both their struggles and their successes on the journey of creating a thriving health business so if you're ready to take your business to the next level by learning from the best you are in the right place In each episode of the Health Business Growth Show, we'll tackle real world, relevant topics to help you build your audience and scale your income. From marketing to mindset, from hiring to firing, and everything in between. We'll share our own stories of success and failure, interview some of the most amazing guests in the health business world, and we promise to never take ourselves too seriously. Because let's be honest building your health business can be a bit challenging at times. Success takes resilience, creativity, courage, and a willingness to step outside of your comfort zone. And we are here to help you navigate through all of it. Find the humor in the chaos and build a health business that's truly worth it. So let's get this party started. We are so glad you are here years ago, we did a challenge and we brought on Dr. Sandra Scheinbaum and she talked about how you can use health coaches as a profit center in your business and kind of blew my hair off. And I was like, oh, I have to bring her on to have her teach this. And it's really a mindset shift. Of course, the first mindset shift is it's not a practice. We're creating a business. And when you create a business, you've got to create some leverage so it's not just focused on you. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Let me tell you a little bit about. Dr. Sandra Scheinbaum, who I know is Sandy. Sandy trains people to become functional medicine health coaches and helps practitioners and businesses hire them because she believes that health coaches are key to combating chronic disease and reducing healthcare costs. She is the founder and CEO of the Functional Medicine Coaching Academy, which is a collaboration with the Institute for Functional Medicine. She's a leader in the field of health coaching education. She is an educator and licensed clinical psychologist for over 40 years. And she's the author of How to Become a Health Coach, Functional Medicine Coaching, and Stop Panic Attacks in 10 Easy Steps. She is also going to be giving a really cool book out, which I am putting at mindsharecollaborative.com forward slash FMCA for Functional Medicine Coaching Academy. That is the name of her company. And it is the Doctor's Guide to Health Coaching. So this is a session that can literally free up time and money. We're always looking here in Mindshare of how to add income streams and how to free up time and money. And this is one of them. So tune in and I will be right back with Dr. Sandy Scheinbaum. Do you know what the most successful subject line of all time is? You are not alone. One of the most common statements I hear when people attend our events is, oh my gosh, I found my people. I don't feel alone anymore. In fact, Mindshare started because I was at a marketing event. And when I asked one of the experts the best way to build my business, he said, do it through collaboration. The only challenge was that I was going to these events, and there were very few health professionals or health business owners in the room. So I started inviting my peers to come to the events and join me for lunch, where we could share best practices and get to know each other. Well, we quickly outgrew those meeting rooms, and I decided we should hold our own event, which has become our annual gathering, now in its 10th year, the Mindshare Leadership Summit. This unique event is a combination of facilitated networking that even the biggest introvert enjoys so that you'll leave the event with at least 10 great relationships to help expand your impact. There's strategic training by your peers to share what's working right now in their health businesses so that you can increase your income and incredible keynotes by notables, including Dr. Joe Dispenza, Marie Forleo, Lisa Nichols, and Brendan Burchard to help you expand your vision. We also have our Future of Health Talk competition where you will help select the winner, or you can even compete yourself, to get featured in the media and top podcasts. And because in my next life, I really wanna be a party planner. We include a world-class costume party and a celebratory gala featuring our Impact Awards where we acknowledge the incredible achievements of our members. This year's event is October 5th through 8th at the spectacular JW Marriott Camelback Resort and Spa in Scottsdale, Arizona. Attendance is by application only. So, to learn more and apply, go to mindshare summit.com. Now, this is our 10th anniversary year, so the celebration is going to be off the hook. You do not want to miss it. So, again, mindshare summit.com. See you there. Sandy, I am so excited to have you here to really unpack how to use health coaches in your business because you are the person who I've heard talk about this in the the best way ever.
1: Oh, thank you. I am excited to be here and talk to everyone about the power of health coaches.
0: Well, we did a challenge a couple of years ago where it was add an income stream challenge. One of the things that we were talking about as an income stream was to add health coaches into your business. And I'm very purposely saying business not practice because I think it is very important for all of us to realize that we are not having a practice. Our practice needs to be a business. And ideally, it becomes an empire. And when you want to build a business, one of the things one of my first mentors taught me is you leverage yourself through tools, through tech, and through team, through people. So you were so great in describing how a health coach can be a profit center, not a cost. And that is what we're gonna be digging into today. But I wanna first start, just so people are really clear about what a health coach does you know what do they do what don't they do so that we can just lay that groundwork
1: my favorite definition of a health coach is they help people change when change is hard they're the experts in behavior change what they don't do are the things that the practitioner is trained and licensed to do because health coaches are not licensed in any state they have a certificate so what that means is that they stay in their lane They don't diagnose a medical condition. They don't prescribe a treatment plan. They don't interpret labs. They may educate because they're health and wellness educators. So they're educated themselves about guidelines, about functional medicine principles, for example. They help people see that what they're suffering from may come from root cause of things like inflammation, but they're not the ones that are making that diagnosis. That is for the trained provider. What they specialize in is behavior change. They're trained to be great listeners. They ask the right questions to help people identify meaning and purpose, like, what do you want your health for? Okay, now you've identified that. You may have that aha moment. Where do you want to start? Where's a good place to begin? Or they may say things like, your doctor said you should do this, this, and this. What are your thoughts about it? And where would you like to begin? And then they help people formulate goals. And then they break down those goals into really specific action steps. So let's say somebody has decided they're going to start a physical activity program. Okay, when are you going to start? What's it going to be like? And then what's that first step? And how do you want to be held accountable? Because they offer that accountability as well. And the cool thing is that they are the ones who are really supporting people so that The providers don't have to be spending so much time doing that. Someone has a question, the coach can be the one who quickly can answer that question.
0: Yeah, when I was hearing you describe all this, a couple things came to mind. Number one, this is the time-consuming part of the business, right? And this is really the make-or-break part of a program. Because without the support, without the accountability, the chance of success is pretty slip. So this is really what you want to have on board in your business in order to ensure that what you are prescribing actually is going to happen. And if troubleshooting needs to happen, either the coach can troubleshoot it or if it's beyond their scope, they can bring it back to the practitioner or owner. So like, it just makes so much sense on so many levels. But again, you know i think for a lot of practitioners they think of a coach as an added expense so can we tackle that because you know what you really showed me is that a coach is a profit center beyond just freeing up your time yes
1: there's many ways a coach can be a profit center and we want to look at that in a broad sense so when you are let's say you're seeing a patient your business you want to grow your business and one of the ways to do that is you want that person to keep coming back or keep buying from you if you have supplements that you're selling in your business, for example. But we know that people are seeing you as you're the authority figure. They don't want to disappoint you. Maybe they feel embarrassed or shameful to tell you some things like maybe they can't afford those supplements, but they're going to tell the coach that they're having issues with buying these supplements. Oh, I went to Costco and I found a vitamin D there. Why You know, why can't I just do that? The coach can be an educator, can help them be discriminating consumers so that they will know, oh, maybe it's not such a good idea to get that discounted brand. They also can be the ones who are helping people to follow up Like maybe you've recommended uh, retesting or coming in for another consult in two, three months, and now they're going to forget. They're not going to do it. They're not going to pick up the phone and call. A coach has established this relationship with your patients. That is one of safety first, that they're feeling like they can tell the coach anything. There's no judgment. That's the whole basis of health coaching. Actually, it comes from humanistic psychotherapy, which means it's client-centered. Whatever the client says, you honor that. And so they feel like this is a trusting relationship. So they're going to tell you things about their need for follow-up. Like, oh, you know, I I, I don't want to do it. You have a coach who can give you that call. So now you're going to be getting people coming back. And so that's a profit center.
0: Yeah, that's huge. Well, and also what's great there, Sandy, is it's really poor positioning for the healthcare professional to be like calling the patient to get them back. Like it's just, it's not good positioning or to have the front desk staff like hounding them. Neither of those things are effective.
1: So let me tell you something about the front, the desk staff or the office manager. Now they're very competent people in their space and what they're trained to do, what they're good at, practice operations management. But when they are talking with your patients, They're not trained as a health coach. They're not trained in those listening skills to really ask those kind of open ended questions to get the person talking. And by the end of the call, they have, it's like a sales approach, basically, if you want to think of it that way. And the way this is done is something that is not considered when we think about health coaching is grievance resolution. So let's say you have somebody and they're not happy with you as the practitioner, or maybe it was the office manager, whatever it might have been. Or Even like someone who's about to write a negative Yelp review, a coach is that person who can talk someone down, who can get them to be that person who says, yeah, you know, I'll give another try or I'm going to, you know, not write that review, whatever it might be. This is somebody who is trained in listening skills is going to be really successful with those people. There's actually studies that show when you have a health coach in your business, people are more likely to refer friends and families. You grow that way, another source of growing your business. Why? Because they feel understood. They feel taken care of. Let's say you have a long wait list to get to see you. A coach is going to help bypass that. Well, you know, maybe my time to see you is three, four months from now coach is going to see you next week. You're going to get that call maybe that day that you call the practice and the the business. And now they are having that relationship with the coach but also the coach is the concierge of the practice. And so they are the ones who are introducing them to your business and now that person feels comfortable the coach is listening to their story. They now have a relationship that's created. And so that's a great way that people are using Health coaches. So we tend to think of them at the back end. They've gone all the labs, they've seen the doctor, they've seen the nutritionist, and now see the health coach. And they might say, Well, why should I do that? I got all I needed already. And that model doesn't work as well as having somebody in from the get go. They are introducing them to your business, and now they feel taken care of. They may even have started those lifestyle changes, or uh, like Cleveland Clinic has them doing group initially. So now they're really connected. Because they've got fellow patients that are like them. There's I mean, there's other people who are dealing with this. They feel supported and taken care of.
0: Oh, I love all of that so much, especially the waitlist situation. Because for you know, for a lot of doctors, if your waitlist is six months plus, some people aren't going to wait. Like if someone needs to get help, they need to get help now. They're not going to wait six months. Way back when I when I was working. As, a, as the marketing and biz dev person for Designs for Health, we had a program we created called Find a Nutritionist, and it was to help put nutritionists in doctors' offices. And the challenge we came up with was that the nutritionist was like very excited to work in an office and have patients coming to them that they could support for the doctor. The doctor was excited to have a person who was going to bring business into their practice. So they would have a steady stream of patients they could see. Can you see the challenge? Like the nutritious wasn't coming in as a marketing person. She was coming in or he was coming in as more of a, you know, program support person. Do you see any of that here where people have expectations of what a health coach could do that's not in the health coaching realm? Sure.
1: So this happens all the time. Uh, so they may just sit back and think that, oh, this health coach is going to grow my practice and they're going to be out there bringing in people. And that could happen because we have a lot of people who train to be health coaches and they are so passionate and mission driven that they will be the ones who are the voice of the business going out, doing community talks. They will be the one coordinating educational programs, for example. They might be the ones encouraging uh, the practitioner to get on social media, doing things that are more in the marketing realm because maybe they're thinking of having special events. Like maybe we're going to put a group together about how uh, lowering your blood sugar, for example. I did that when I was working. I was a psychologist at the time, but I loved marketing. So working with these doctors and let's do a group and We had a very successful program. It actually went on two years. It was an ongoing group. They were referring the patients, but it was me going out and giving community talks about it. So many coaches can do that. But I think at the end of the day, it is the team approach that works best. So it's not relying on the coach, the nutritionist, the doctor. You're all there together. And word of mouth is so powerful. So it will spread when you have this team approach. And people feel taken care of. and So the main role, the coach, they're the advocate, but works both ways. They're the advocate for the business, to the community, to the patients. And for the patients, the patients feel like there's somebody on their side who's going to advocate for them within that business. And they're not going to be looking elsewhere to get their health care then.
0: So health care professionals listen to this going, sign me up. (laughs) <laughs> My big question next is, how do they find this person? And once they do find this person, is this someone who is a an employee, full-time, part-time, an independent contractor? How does the money piece work? Like, let's talk brass tacks now. Sure. First and foremost...
1: You have your job description and we have um, an alumni department. So people come in and they, we help them write a job description. Like, what are you looking for? What is the main purpose of why you want to have a coach
0: in your business? So if a doctor wants to hire a health coach, you have someone who will help them with a the job description and you have a job board. Yes. Super cool. We'll put that info in the show notes. We
1: help them ask the right questions at the job interview or the office manager that's going to be doing it. So first and foremost, you want somebody who is national board certified. That's the National Board for Health and Wellness Coaching. They're the gold standard. So think about it if you were looking for a a neurosurgeon. You would want someone board certified. It's just the standard to show that you've met those requirements. You've gone the extra mile to get that board certification. That's number one. You want to look at where they came from. What program did they graduate from? There are some programs out there that are saying in in a few weeks, you can be a health coach. And so you want to be leery of that. You also want to check to see, do do they have already, let's say they have an established business as a coach, and maybe they're stepping out of their scope of practice because it is a gray area, but we have some coaches who are... Stepping over that line, and you don't want to be in a situation with a health coach where you might be exposing your practice to potential litigation or if there were some issues. So, and that's a mistake that a lot of doctors make. They will hire a health coach and they'll just, they won't even think they have to look at a patient's labs now. They will just turn everything over to the health coach. The health coaches didn't go to medical school, they're not going to catch those very subtle issues that come up in a lab report. They're not going to be able to see the patterns in all that data, those biomarkers. So what you do is you have a coach who is your partner and you look over the labs and then you teach the coach your expectations like this is what I'm seeing, this is what I want you to communicate to Mrs. Patient as Tom O'Brien would say. That is really really important. You want to look for somebody who is mission-driven, and most coaches are. They have a mission to serve others. And what's your practice like? So if you're a geriatrician, maybe you don't want to have somebody who is 20 years old and uh, may not relate well, but we have very seasoned graduates, for example, in FMCA who are wanting to work with an older population and it's a good relationship. So look at your, look at the demographics and maybe you specialize in men's health. So maybe um, that would make a difference. And then what areas are the coaches passionate about if, you, if your practice is uh, focused on female hormones and you, we have many coaches who specialize in that area? Those are some things to consider.
0: Okay. So that's fantastic that you can actually assist with the hiring process because that's a huge roadblock. So you find the person that you want to hire. Next question is, how would you bring someone into the practice? Is this something that you do as an independent contractor? How does that work? And it goes hand in hand with like, how is this charged? Do You have this as something like in a practice where it's charged extra force, it's bundled into a program. How do we work with all of this? And that would, I think, guide that distinction, that decision of this is an independent contractor or an employee or whatever.
1: So, if and this depends on your state and what the climate is like for hiring independent contractors, so you have to make yeah, sure. Like, like, don't do yeah. it in California. So you have to talk <laughs> with your accountant and make sure um, that that coach you hire that they're compliant with IRS regulations for qualifying as an independent contractor, which would mean that they would track their hours, they would invoice mm-hmm. you. So that's number one. The other point. I think this is where people often go wrong, and that is they're thinking of services like an a la carte menu. It shouldn't be that way. The best is to have a package, a membership program, Amen. and <laughs> you have you, everything is included and you, you market it as the value of each one of these components. So if the health coach alone, like this could be, let's say 150, that's what you would message. Like they're getting this as part of this membership packet with you. It comes with, let's say, five sessions with a health coach. The intro, that initial session at the front end they greet the person into the business welcome them answer all their questions about the practice they're like the concierge now they that coach has a heads up they're going to talk to you about oh this person has this special need and this is might need attention in this area okay so that so that initial visit's bundled into the price as well as maybe five sessions of coaching in the back end that's what research shows five sessions can do a lot perhaps somebody is so connected now with that coach they want to continue beyond the five then you would look at maybe purchasing another package, but it's always a package. It's not by the hour um, because that is not as, as I know when I used to do that as a psychologist, it doesn't work. Nope,
0: it doesn't work. Well, Sandy, if you're a personal trainer or nutritionist, it totally doesn't work because someone goes out and blows it out on a, a you know, a weekend and they're supposed to see you on Monday. They are not coming. They're not coming. Yeah. Or- Like they go, you know what? I would rather get a manicure than go work out. Like they're not coming. So I learned early on, I was like, if you let them pay as they go, they go. And I don't know how to get someone better in one time.
1: Yeah, or you're dividing it into like okay, if it's thirty minutes, it's this amount, and if it's an hour, it's this amount, and then they're watching the clock. And I didn't have you know, people tell me like, yeah, oh, I'm, am I going to be charged an extra minute? We're one minute over or one minute less, so um, <laughs> it doesn't work. So you bundled in, so you could start it as an independent contractor again, providing that's compliant with IRS regulations, or you put them on a starting salary and a three month trial and. Give them people and then to to see you start out slowly because you want to have some outcome data as well. And that's going to help you market it. So you have them track. They might, for example, uh, Institute for Functional Medicine has a medical symptoms questionnaire, MSQ. Works beautifully. We've used that in our outcome research on many occasions. So the coach has somebody fill it out the beginning of coaching, and then at the end, and you can track and see. And then there's the promise 10, there's measures of well-being. So you have these rating scales. And now you've got data where you can show the success. And that will help new people come in to see this track record. So that's something else that you can consider. Um, So then you move to a salaried arrangement, provided that this is a good arrangement. And what does that mean? Well, it also depends on what are the roles so if you want your coach only seeing patients okay that would be one thing but what i want people to consider is all the non face to face roles data management remote patient monitoring you know everybody has their data trackers you know their watch their aura ring there are tons of fda approved devices where people are monitoring at home and you get all this incoming data that can be overwhelming for the practice and the patient is overwhelmed. So the coach can be helping there in terms of data management and other kind of behind-the-scenes roles as well. So if you're having them do that, that would be factored in when you're looking at salary.
0: I have a feeling when someone starts, you know, you might think you're only using them for that, but all of a sudden you realize all these other areas that they can help you with. And I'm assuming it depends on the coach, but gosh, everything from Content creation, right? There's so many elements that are so time consuming. It's crazy. Is there a range for what health coaches make? Like, I, I just wrote this multiple streams of income guide and saw these like the average salaries for health coaches, but I would imagine, like, with anything else, there's quite a range. Is there like an hourly and salary range for health coaches as a guide?
1: The average salary, well, the average per hour is around 75 but it varies considerably based on the person's training education their experience the location and who's in your practice so if you are in on the upper East side of manhattan then you might be charging more based on uh, who is coming to see you and also the salary range uh, is broad it can be anywhere from 60000 up to 120,000. And so again, it depends on the needs of your practice. And it depends on what you're using that coach for. There are some practices where, for example, Dr. Cheng Ron, the Texas um, Center for Integrative Medicine, he calls his practice a coaching practice. And the doctors are the consultants. And the coaches are doing so much. So that is basically coach run. So he has several coaches in his practice um, and growing that all the time. And so there are just many uh, different ways to do that. And looking at if they're running groups, they could be doing all kinds of groups in the practice. The other possibility is looking at what it is if you're an insurance-based practice. There are some possibility, very exciting, probably sooner rather than later, that this will be reimbursable. And many practices are insurance-based now and they're building chronic care management when coaches are uh, in their
0: practice. One thing I would love, because you just talked about that one, I was like, wow, he just shifted the paradigm. Do you have an example or two of doctors, business owners using health coaches successfully? And like, you know, it would be especially great if it was like a before and after, you know? (laughs) That we can just show people what's possible here? Yeah,
1: I think um, Dr. Ron has really been exemplary. He is in Houston, Texas, and his uh, he has several clinicians in the practice, and he wasn't always using health coaches. And this is all insurance-based, actually. So this would be an example of an insurance-based program where uh, he is billing insurance and he is negotiating with Medicare for use of health coach services so they're with the chronic care manager, the annual wellness visit, health and behavioral intervention. He's using a lot of different codes, And but it is just a matter of time before there will be insurance codes specifically to be used by health coaches. But Dr. Ron really sees the coach as the primary person in the practice. So, uh, that model where they're seeing somebody for the initial session, then they they introduce them to the doctor, the doctor sees them, then they order the labs, and then they're seeing the coach. Another example would be where the uh, there's a practice, um, and it's also in Texas, and I'm blocking the name of the practitioner, Ashley Howell is the coach. She was an FMCA graduate. And she's worked on this very model where the, she's the concierge. She's the main person, the main point of contact. When So it eliminates that need to have that long waiting list to see the doctor. She sees them at the beginning and then talks all about what you're going to expect at your visit. She's answering these preliminary questions. And you know that these are questions that people are going to be wondering about or they may give up. They may find another doctor because the waiting list is so long. So she is there. She's also. I'm not sure if it's in that practice, but I know uh, Dr. Joel Evans uh, in and who's an IFM faculty member with Monique Class. They're both part of our faculty, and Monique acts as the coach. And or they have several coaches in that practice. The coach sits in with Dr. Evans on the, the appointment is helping, is taking notes, is making sure that like, if the person looks puzzled, she might say, well, you know, maybe explain that again. And then after that, then the coach does the follow-up. So that is an exciting model. Uh, And the other area that I want to mention is there's so much direct-to-consumer going on. I mean, uh, almost every day, there's another direct-to-consumer lab company starting up. As a doctor, you may be concerned about this, or so many of these services are just direct to consumer. What about my practice? Will this suffer? The coach is that great person who's going to help people to understand direct to consumer what the limits are. And also, they're not going to interpret those results for that individual, but they're going to guide them to go back to their doctor as when there's something that might be showing up. On a lot of these tests, so so I think that's another uh, valuable reason to be working with coaches.
0: Yeah, wow, this has really come a long way in a very short amount of time, and I like salute you because you've been a huge driver in this. Like you saw the vision of this, and you've just gone for it, and it's fantastic. You're like really reshaping medicine, and this honestly is one of the ways that I think that that. Healthcare can actually become healthcare, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because the health coaches will really help people implement the things. Cause let's face it, in functional medicine, most of what has to happen are lifestyle changes. And that requires support. It's it's not when I went to IFMCP ages ago, AFMCP, I was in the nutrition lecture and I'll never forget it, Sandy. They there was the person teaching it said, so what we do is we give them this diet handout and a shake, and we tell them to do that and come back in a month. And I'm thinking, what? I said, what? I, you know, raise my hand. I'm like, really? Th- do they really actually, they're, they're compliant? They actually do that? Oh, yeah. I'm like, are you sure? Because I've never seen that work like that. Like It's the rare, it's the unicorn that actually would be compliant. Yeah. They need that support and accountability yeah. and check-in yeah. and all that. This is the way to do that. And everyone's working in their best Unique ability, as Dan Sullivan will will call it. Mm -hmm. So this is fantastic. I love, too, that you're going to give the Doctor's Guide to Health Coaching to everyone, which I'm going to put at mindsharecollaborative.com forward slash FMCA. That is for Functional Medicine Coaching Academy. So mindsharecollaborative.com FMCA. Just tell us a little bit about what this guide is.
1: Uh, Yeah, it just goes through what a health coach is, what they can do, what they can't do. And what are some of the step-by-step ways that you can integrate a health coach? And uh, something that I really want to reinforce is that we're talking a lot about how this is a financial benefit. At the end of the day, it's a financial benefit because it's a benefit to you, the practitioner, because as Joe Polish likes to say, you're the million-dollar racehorse. And having that time, to take care of yourself, time to be with your family, with your friends, to not be so overburdened with your work or with worries about the financial sustainability of your business. And so a health coach, just having them in your practice, there's some studies that show that that presence helps you and your allied staff as well to take care of themselves.
0: I love it. That's so good. I always, you know, one of my biggest frustrations and why we have Mindshare is You know, I was like going, we cannot have amazing health business owners who aren't being able to do the self-care they're teaching. You (laughs) know, (laughs) it's like, it just doesn't work. So again, we'll put that at mindsharecollaborative.com. It's FMCA. So for Functional Medicine Coaching Academy and Dr. Sandy Mm -hmm. Scheinbaum, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Here at the Mindshare Collaborative, we are committed to helping you increase your vision, income, and impact. One of the first things we'd love to support you on is adding a high-profit leveraged income stream so that you can enjoy more time and money freedom. And to help you get started, I've created the Health Professionals Playbook for building multiple streams of income that identifies five proven strategies for creating a sustainable income beyond your primary practice to create time and money freedom. To get your free copy as my gift to you, go to ms365.io forward slash msi that's ms365.io forward slash msi